Hello and welcome to Hub City Now. I'm your host, Tyrone Tony Reed Jr. We have another great show for you with another great guest. We are going to be talking about the Casey Jones Village Festival uh, 2002. This is the inaugural Casey Jones Village Festival, which will be Saturday, July 9th, 2022, from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. The event is free will be held at 56 Casey Jones Lane. Right now we have uh, here with us uh, to speak more about the festival is Brooks Shaw, who is the Old Country Store General Manager. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, Brooks. thanks for having me. Um, Brooks, tell us about this festival and um, how it came to be. So the uh, city and the county are uh, have been celebrating their bicentennial uh, really for the last year since last August. And when plans started getting announced for that, we wanted the village to really be a home for the festival. And mm-hmm. so we've tied as much as we could in to the festival. I'm sorry, to the uh, to the bicentennial celebration. So mm-hmm. we've had story time that ties in with the monthly theme- themes mm-hmm. uh, each week at the train museum. Um, that so if it's uh, if it's um, you know small business month, it's it's stories for kids that are talking about you know small business and entrepreneurship. But, okay. But kind of on their level, same thing for you know the history months, uh, the military appreciation months, those kind of things mm-hmm. have all been themed around the various months of the bicentennial. Okay. So we were talking with the committee and said, you know, we want this place to be uh, a home for for the bicentennial. And they said, well, that's great because we would like you, for you to consider doing a festival okay. for Transportation Month. Okay. Uh, Casey Jones, Jackson, Hub City, Transportation, mm-hmm. all really ties together. Mm-hmm. So we said, that's great. When is Transportation Month? They said, July. And said, well, that's, that's fine. We'll do our best and we'll, uh, we'll hopefully, hopefully pray for good weather and mm-hmm. uh, that the uh, weather will cooperate with us and won't be too hot but, uh, or not too muggy or anything like that. And so uh, if you're a praying person listening to this, keep praying for Saturday <laughs> right. the 9th that we'll have good, good weather. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we said, okay, we'll, we'll take the ball and roll from there. So we're really excited about getting to have the festival um uh you're right that in in the inaugural we're hoping that this becomes a yearly festival mm-hmm. um no offense to no offense to the time of year but hopefully a yearly festival in october is right what we're looking at right now. right uh, kind of that third weekend in october because the um, weather would be oh the weather's perfect right and right. in october you'd have the first two weeks of october weekends uh usually get traded out between Lane Homecoming and mm-hmm. the International Food Festival, mm-hmm. and so for the third week weekend to be the Casey Jones Village Festival, that'd be awesome. Would yeah. be great. Just mm-hmm. all activities all in the city of Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, things to bring not only tourists in, but for the locals to be able to celebrate as well. Right. Um, so we're really excited about the festival. We're going to kind of start off on the smaller side this year. Uh, we had to tone back some ideas. Um, but we'll have different vendors there um, from around West Tennessee, from around Jackson and West Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, different artisans there. We're going to have a couple of living history presentations, okay. people portraying uh, historical characters uh, throughout the village. Um, people will have a passport, and this passport they can take to various parts of the festival. Mm-hmm. And when they get it filled up and get a stamp, when they get a stamp, they get it filled up. 
they can then bring it to the ice cream parlor and okay. get a free scoop of ice cream oh, from, that's awesome. from Bluebell. So that'll that's, be that'll be great. Um, that's great. So really, it's a lot of fun stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. More acti- other activities, petting zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, you've already mentioned the living history presentations. Mm-hmm. Um, Some local food vendors will be there as well showcasing their product and the food obviously will be um pay as you pay as you enjoy right kind of thing um but the the daytime festival is is free to attend if you want to get food then that's a there's a cost there all right this is sponsored by Forever Communications and WMBJ NBC 39 Uh, is there still an opportunity for additional businesses if they hear this Sunday yeah we're cut off on sponsors for right now okay um but uh, we uh, we've got a great great group of of other sponsors that have joined us, um, U.S. Foods and um, Jackson Coca Cola Bottling Company. Okay, uh, kind of the two next here behind y'all and and uh, NBC Thirty Nine. We're very grateful for your sponsorship as well. Thank you. We appreciate. It. Um, so it's uh, but a, a great group of even some local people like Gary Taylor and. Uh, Bob Arrington and and Summit Management Group, some smaller companies that have come together to help us help us put this on. Mm-hmm. Um, with again, with the hope being that we do it again next year, um, looking at some other ways of of financing it. And hopefully, the end goal is kind of to make it where the entire event's free, even at the end of the night. A, a great concert doesn't right. cost anything to attend. Wow. It would still be ticketed, so we know how many people to plan for. Right. But, um, it would be it would be free to the public to attend. So that's the hope for next mm-hmm. year. That's awesome. Um, any any other hopes for this festival that you have outside? I mean, of it, you know, people coming to attend. What what do you hope this festival begins for as as um, community and Casey Jones? Yeah, we hope that this is a, a an opportunity for people in the Jackson and Madison County community and in the in the West Tennessee community as a larger as a larger piece to come and enjoy just great family fun mm-hmm. um, that they can they can you know take a take a day and get away from all the stresses of life, get away from all the all the factors that are weighing them down at work or, or you know, schedules, different different crazy things like that, and come out and enjoy what the the wonderful things are about West Tennessee, which is which is family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the amazing people that we have in West Tennessee that are coming to put on, you know, here here's the here's the things that I, I can make as my small business. Here's mm-hmm. the here's the services that I can provide. Um, the the petting zoos the, the 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 memories that you create you right. know that's really you know in an essence what we're providing is we're providing an opportunity to create these great memories and these great experiences that you'll want to relive over and over and over again right all right so we're we're going to mention the festival again but we have some more topics that we want to talk to Brooks about. Um, you all are a second chance workplace. Yes. What what does that mean? So our second chance workplace kind of falls into two different categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, those categories are recovery, uh, recovery background, and supported employment. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll talk about recovery first. Uh, recovery is people that are um, people that are going through various programs for alcohol or drug addiction. Right. Um, it also kind of entails um, people who have been victims of crimes in the past, particularly from a um, from a sex trafficking standpoint or a human trafficking standpoint. Okay. 
um, there's a there's a really wide variety of people that work at the store. Mm-hmm. And I, everyone that I interview, I tell them that is that you're going to meet people from all kinds of walks of life and backgrounds. Right. Um, you're straight laced homeschool kids to people that have been, you know, in addiction for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And um, they may be 35, but they've been in addiction for, for 20 years kind of thing. Right. Um, and they're they're now trying to put their lives back together. And um, so we do a lot of work with various recovery programs from around uh, around the area. We work with Women of Hope. We work with um, the uh, the Care Center, the Dream Center, the um, – um, I'm drawing, I'm drawing a blank Scarlet now. Rope. Scarlet Rope. We do a lot. We work with work with them. Um, your your NA and AA programs, um, mm-hmm. and that was kind of a a big a big uh, factor in the beginning of the pandemic. We never had as much of the staffing issues as other people were having, right? Because the team members that we we had that were in, still going to meetings, they mm-hmm. would meet new people into the program. People that are trying to to get their lives back together. And needing somewhere to work, right. and they could help recruit them to. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is a place that you can, you can come to, and they're not going to judge you on your past. Right, and they are going to give you a fair shake, the same as everybody else. Uh, it's a drug-free workplace. It's an alcohol-free workplace. They close at a good time. They're flexible with your meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, they understand that you need to get to meetings, and mm-hmm. they're not. They're going to hold your feet to the fire. You're not going to get a free pass. Right, right. But you're going to get a fair pass. Right, is the bigger thing. Um, so that's kind of the recovery part. Um, everyone that I interview too, that's in recovery, I always say it's possible for this place to become a part of your support system. Right. But I never recommend it to be solely anybody's support system. We Mm -hmm. always encourage them to attend your meetings, Mm -hmm. get a sponsor, sponsor Mm -hmm. other people when the time's right, Mm -hmm. um, to, to keep, to keep working the steps. Right. You're not a recovered addict, in mm-hmm. our opinion. Everyone is a recovering addict. You know, um, right. whether they've been, whether they've had five years sober or five weeks sober or fifty years sober, mm-hmm. you're still recovering mm-hmm. in that process. Mm-hmm. Um, we started making those decisions really early on, ten years ago, okay. and consciously working with these groups, and it's it's really helped us as we've gone. What was the change? That, what, what was the catalyst that, 10 years ago that caused you all to look at this? Yeah, the relationships that we had in the community with these those various groups that I mentioned mm-hmm. um, and and kind of almost them coming to us and saying, we have good people mm-hmm. that nobody will hire. Right. You know, especially from kind of that corporate side of things. There was 10 years ago, it was if, if you had a felony, you're automatically disqualified. Mm-hmm. Um, you so they they we kind of started seeing hey there's a really really good market here of of great people who made one or two mistakes or sometimes three or four right you know terrible mistakes right and, but now they're trying to get their lives back together and they need the, they need the chance just as much as anybody else does we're a faith based business oh. you know we we believe that we serve a God who gave us the ultimate second chance mm-hmm. and that our responsibility is to show that same type of love to uh, to others right. in giving them a second chance. Right. We're very clear at the same time that this is the second chance. Right. right. Um, so, you know, again, we're going to hold your feet to the fire. We've had to have meetings with, with team members where we're almost teaching them how to have a job again mm-hmm. because, you know, they, they start to show 
it's funny. They start to show old behavior, and that old behavior shows up like uh, calling in and and trying to have a kind of a weak excuse to not right. be there, kind of right. thing. Right. So that old behavior almost becomes. You see what you're doing, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're you're resorting to old behaviors, and you see where these old behaviors have Legion. led you in the mm-hmm. past. And so sometimes sometimes they recognize that, and sometimes they know what they're doing, and sometimes it's it's oh you're right I didn't realize that mm-hmm. you know and I don't want to go back to where I was so I'm going to change my behavior now right so um, but it's it's we get burned sometimes um, we get burned with quote normal people sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ones that work out are incredibly rewarding we have we have recovering addicts that are running departments of okay. the store and, re- and report directly to me and and they they are incredibly grateful. Um, for the opportunity, and they they really treat the business like it's theirs. Right. So I was going to say it has to do something for their self esteem to yeah have that position yeah. and and know that you trust them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and kind of to see okay, well I've I've always had this in me, but it was suppressed by mm-hmm. my my drug use or my alcohol abuse or whatever right. it may be. So, um. So that's one part of the second chance workplace. The other part is not, you know, strictly second chance, but it's a part of our our kind of workplace philosophy, and it's the support employment. And so that's working with groups like uh, the Union Edge Program, mm-hmm. the Star Center, um, various groups like that. Um, uh, Madison Haywood, it's formerly Madison Haywood Development Services. Now they just go by MHDS. Um, but working with kind of those, those big three groups of – Again, there's there's people that have a desire to have a purpose, right? Right, and for a lot of their lives outside of their immediate family, they've been told, you know, that they can't do as much, right? Um, and all they need is the opportunity to get in there. It's it's amazing when we have somebody come in and their their coaches say, well, we think they would be good doing this, 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 and we agree with that, and so we start that and. You know, two weeks in, we're we're having to find more stuff for them to do right. because they're executing so well. Right, um, and it's uh, it, it's it's really a humbling experience from both of those. It's humbling sitting and talking with somebody, doing a doing an interview and saying, you know, what do you where do you see yourself in five years? What, mm-hmm. are, you, what are your goals in five years? Mm-hmm. And their simple answer is, I want my kids back. Mm-hmm. There's something really humbling about sitting across the table and hearing that answer. Right. Um, or sitting across the table and, and them saying, um, you know, I just want an opportunity to show that I'm worth something. Mm-hmm. So it, it really, it, it can, it can bring you down a few pegs if you're having a big head one day. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, right. And that's right. been the case for me. Um, just answers so profound yet so simple and, and just the desire to have the things that we take for granted every day, mm-hmm. you know, um, so that, that's that's where the second chance uh, workplace comes in, and, and again, we've had a lot of really great success with it, and we look forward to doing even more in the future. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, your mission statement: I just yeah. saw a video um, serving great food, great people, and a greater purpose since 1965. I know you explained it on the video, but for our listening audience, people who might be traveling through and have never heard of Casey Jones. Um, tell tell them about your mission statement. Yeah, so our mission statement. Um, my dad had our mission statement written um, when he was when he was here, and probably in the 
early 80s okay. when he moved to the village when he was kind of first taken over and everything. And you're third generation. I'm third generation, right. Okay. Um, and it was five paragraphs long. <laughs> and it was beautifully worded. And right. that's, that was kind of one of Dad's hallmarks is he was a great writer. He just he loved his copy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was a little long. And I would look at it on the wall and, and sit here and, and talk to the staff about it. And no one knew by heart what right. the whole mission statement was. Right. So I went to Dad and I said, could I look at taking this, all the, all the elements that you put in here, and boiling it down into one concise statement that mm-hmm. we can we can train staff on, mm-hmm. um, and even eleven words that I we came up with might be a little wordy for <laughs> for some mission statements. But um, I was able to boil everything down into those into those eleven words: serving great food, great people, and a greater purpose since 1965. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the in the video, like you mentioned, I do break it down into several sections. And serving is the most important of all those. It's the first word. It impacts every word. You could really break it out by saying serving great food, serving great people, serving a greater purpose, serving since 1965. Right. Uh, it impacts every other part of the mission statement. Mm-hmm. So we look for people that have servants' hearts, uh, and we look for leaders that exhibit servant leadership. Mm-hmm. Um uh, because if you don't if you don't have that, you're not going to excel at the store. Right. You could probably squeak by, mm-hmm. um, and we've had some in the past that do. You mm-hmm. know, they do squeak by, but uh, but in the long run, it's not we're not the best fit for you. Um, you'll, you they, those people do amazing things somewhere else, but we're right. not the right fit for them. Right. Um, great food uh, boils down to not only food that's that's delicious and tasty, but food that's kind of good for the soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we are working towards, you know, having more of a responsibility on how we source things and working with our food providers um, on that. And um, but preparing food that's not only delicious, but that nourishes the soul. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the original French, that restaurant comes from means to restore. Right. You know, um, and we're in the south. Soul foods, <laughs> right? Soul foods, uh, a, a real wonderful thing. It right. tastes delicious and it uh, it makes you feel good. Right. Uh, great people, again, kind of going into not only the guests that we serve, but we very much look at ourselves as serving our team members. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have an in, internal hospitality towards them, uh, providing that that safe, fun. Uh, wonderful workplace, like I mentioned, right. um, particularly with the second chance. Um, we've had to have meetings with staff about uh, you can't you can't even joke about some things because you don't know how you might be a trigger That's for somebody, somebody else. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so you know we we look to serve uh, look to serve people both our guests that are coming in. We do call them guests. We don't call them customers. Right. Uh, and our team members, when we don't call them employees, we call them team members. Right. Uh, both those terms are capitalized, like proper nouns. Right. Um, in in our interior, in our internal communications, and um, any kind of things that we put out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I think there was one thing we were sending off to the state, and they kept sending back corrections of lo- <laughs> making things lowercase. Right. Like, you don't understand. This, this is, is the way we do things. Right. right. <laughs> so. Right. Um, so that's great food, great people, and then greater purpose. Um, greater purpose is, again, we're a faith-based business. We don't require anyone to be any certain faith or any faith at all to work at the store. Mm-hmm. But we do inform them that we are going to do things differently from an ownership standpoint. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just ask that you 
respect that. You don't even right. have to understand it. You know, right. we're, we're happy to have a conversation with you about what that means, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to, we don't force our religion on anybody else. Yes, we have prayer during all of our, our company-wide meetings and things like that. And, mm-hmm. um, there's Bible studies that go on with the staff at the store, um, but we don't force it on anybody. Right. Um, but always happy to have that conversation if anybody should ask. Mm-hmm. Um, so the greater purpose plays into the faith-based part. And also the thing that we, we feel like we're more than just a restaurant or a tourism attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, we feel that, again, we, we're there to help create these memories and experiences that you just can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. There's almost 300 restaurants, food service operations in Jackson. Wow within a five-mile radius of the store, mm-hmm. which is really incredible considering there's nothing past exit 79. Right. You know? I mean, so that's that's really, it's <laughs> it's really like a 270-degree radius instead of a 360-degree right. um, um, area. Um, but those 300 restaurants, there's, there's plenty of options to get good, great food. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's only one place to come to to experience what you can at the Old Country Store in Casey Jones Village, and right. that's that's with us. Yeah. Um, so that's the greater purpose that we talk about. And then since 1965, it's 57 years now since we've opened. Wow. Uh, 90% of all restaurants close within the first five years. So we, whatever we're doing, we must be doing something right. And, and to have su- survived the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. So we survived <clears throat> survived 9-11, almost shut the business down. Really? Of, yeah. Tur- tourism. Yeah. Oh, people okay, just yeah. completely stopped traveling. And so that was... That was really, uh, really a rough season. It took several years to recover from that. And then 2008, we got a we got a big hit, kind of 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, the recession didn't impact us until that that later date. Okay. Um, and then the pandemic, uh, plus the road construction that was going on. So you mm-hmm. really kind of rewind things, and really 2017 the road construction starts on the interstate and that intersection right in front of us. Right. And people feel like they're driving through Baghdad to get into the store <laughs> right. because it's gravel and potholes and every, right. everything. Right. But people came. Uh, we lost a, a very considerable amount of sales in that time span. And then as soon as it it reopens, then you have the pandemic start. Mm-hmm. And tourism obviously takes a big impact and uh, locals aren't getting out and eating, so... Um, but since since 1965, 57 years, a lot of a lot of challenges. But we firmly believe our best days are ahead of us. Uh, we're in the final planning stages for a drive-through addition okay. to the store. Wow! Over in the Dixie Cafe, that wall where the doors are now will get pushed out about eight feet. Mm-hmm. The parking area there will become a drive-through queue. The mm-hmm. uh, the front doors the, the the doors for Dixie Cafe will move to the front of the building. Okay. Brand new entrance right under the Dixie Cafe sign. Um, but people will be able to get delicious Southern Soul food through the drive-through now That's awesome. from the Old Country Store. So wow. we're really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope to have that open in September October, okay. and uh, we'll see. We'll go from there. That's awesome. But great great plans ahead of us, and our our best days are yet to come. Any big plans for a sixtieth your sixtieth anniversary? Probably start planning those Soon. next year, yeah, because uh-huh. that'll be that'll be twenty twenty three, and the uh, the sixtieth anniversary will be twenty twenty five. Yeah, mm-hmm. we skipped we skipped our fifty fifth fifty fifth because that was twenty twenty. Oh, so okay. we didn't we didn't we had some great plans for that. We'll just have to shuffle those back to um, to, right. to that. But yeah, that's. That's going to be. Thanks for mentioning that. I need to. I need to start playing that when I leave here today. <laughs> so. 
So tell us about hiring opportunities. Do you have openings at Casey Jones for those who are listening? No, of course not. We're we're completely <laughs> we're completely good. No, yeah, we we do have we do have lots of hiring opportunities, and we're the kind of place that you know even if we were fully fully booked, we were we were one hundred percent. Didn't need to bring on anybody else, and somebody walks through the door. That's just they've got the it factor. Mm-hmm. We we find space. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we make space. Was well, uh, there an age limit? How start at sixteen? Okay. Yep. Start at sixteen is our is our uh, standard starting age. Um, again, you know, the if people are out there and they they uh, they're sitting here like, well, I've got this on my record, or I've got that on my record, or mm-hmm. no one's going to be able to look past this. We're, we're a place that's able to do that more than others. We've kind of got our list of things that are, are no-goes from a cultural standpoint. Gotcha. You know? Um, but it's we're, we're much more willing to look at people than, than others, I would say. Right. Um, we are looking for hiring right now in the Dixie Cafe. Okay. Um, we're looking for night and weekend servers. Um, Dixie Cafe is all time and parts, mm-hmm. um, uh, but Sundays are a, are a big one there that we need people on Sundays. Right. Um, looking for uh, a couple cooks um, and a uh, an assistant manager in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got somebody in that role right now, but we need to transition them back to the Dixie Cafe in preparation for the drive through. So there will be an opening there. Right. Um, Looking for and our type of cooking obviously is different. We're not cooking to order. We're cooking, mm-hmm. you know, kind of small small batches, but definitely batches of of cooking. So we're 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 feeding, you know, we're cooking for two hundred at a time right. on turnip greens and green beans and right. those great, you know, old school recipes where you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get the greens in the pot. You're gonna put some hemlock in there. <laughs> and you're gonna let them cook for three hours. Right. You know, and that's why they're so good. Right. Um, right. Um, but looking for some cooks that are, are like that. So a lot of times, you know, um, co- cooks that have um, not institutional, but kind of school school backgrounds are good. Um, mm-hmm. Cafeteria style mm-hmm. school backgrounds are good. Um, people that love Southern soul food and want to, you know, be able to further their education in that and work with a product that they love is always good. Um Ice cream parlor, gift shop, museum. We we look from time to time there. We're we're pretty okay for right now, especially through the summer months. But um, always looking for those too. And and there will be some more opportunities coming up. We're redoing our website, and on our website we will have um, a whole tab that lists here are the job openings okay. and kind of what they entail and and what you can expect from starting ranges and and uh, hours needed and and um, what type of skills work well with there. So that website's caseyjones.com. And uh, our new revamped one will be launching within the next couple of weeks. Okay. Couple of weeks. All right. Uh, again, everyone, the inaugural Casey Jones Village Festival 2022, uh, which will host more than 20 vendors, including food and local artisans, is Saturday, July 9th, 2022, from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. The free event will be held at 56 Casey Jones Lane. All during the day, there will be different events, uh, petting zoo, living history presentations, vendors, food galore. Um, come out and have fun at the inaugural Casey Jones Village Festival. Thank you so much, Brooks, for being here today. Anything else you'd like to share with the listeners before we close up the show? No, just come and see us when you get a chance. And uh, don't wait for family to come come in from out of town to bring 
bring yourself to the That's store. Right. Is come check it out. Uh, we've got our our great lunch and dinner buffets Monday through Sunday, and we're doing breakfast buffet on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. And then the Dixie Cafe um, is open from six thirty till seven uh, Monday through Thursday. They do a breakfast over there. That's that's all you. Um, a la carte instead of all you care to enjoy. Okay. So they've got different platters and different size things, but some great options. And we're mm-hmm. looking to add to that in the future. Um, so they're open from 6.30 a.m. until 7 p.m. Monday through Thursday, and then um, 11 until 7 Saturday, Friday and Saturday, and 11 to 6 on Sundays. So all right. come see us. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. You're always welcome back. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you to our sponsors, Baskerville Funeral Home and R&R Custom Wheels and Tires Express. Hope you all have a wonderful and blessed week. Take care of one another, watch out for one another, and have a very blessed uh, holiday, um, July 4th. Be safe out there. Hopefully the sky's not cloudy and we can see some fireworks. So you all take care and watch out. We want clouds after the 4th. Yes, yeah, clouds after want, the 4th. We yeah. want clouds and cool, and cool weather, weather after the 4th. There you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. So you all have a wonderful and blessed week. Take care of one another. Watch out for one another. Love one another. And have a wonderful and blessed week. God bless.